James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. James Shremko, welcome back to the wonderfully warm waters of the Freedom Ocean. They're very warm today, aren't they? Tropical. They are, mate. Uh, welcome back, listeners. I'm Tim Reid, and that lovely voice you just heard is that of James Shramko, and um, we're a couple of blokes trying to make the world of internet marketing a little bit easier to navigate. So that we can have other issues, like um, getting just the right floor heating temperature. Yes, well, we're operating out of James's lab here in Sydney, and uh, it's quite tropical here, and we were just about to enter winter. We just uh, went to get a coffee in the bar, and the floor was set to uh, Bikram <laughs> yoga level. <laughs> so we had to notch it back a bit. One of those steam lodges. So we're doing this in our towels. Uh, it's not a pretty sight, more like a Turkish bath. But uh, look, if we do fall asleep, you'll have to excuse us. Remember, I remember years ago, years and years ago, like you know, 20, 30 years ago, I fell asleep, no, actually 30 years ago, I fell asleep talking on the phone to a girlfriend. Uh, don't know what made me think of that. but it downhill uh, from there? It was all downhill from there. No longer. She's not my wife, by the way. Hey, um, listeners, welcome back. Um, as we said, a place for internet marketers to um, navigate the, the wild waters. Um, visit us at our website and join us on Facebook because then you can enter the conversation. Freedomocean.com is the place to do that and um, leave a comment about a show. We see them all and um, we, we love the feedback and responding to your questions online as well. So, James, if there was a new listener to the show like right now, they're listening and going, wow, this sounds kind of interesting. I wonder what they've covered previously. We might just um, go back over the last few episodes because we have talked about um, sales and the importance of being a great salesperson uh, when it comes to internet marketing. We've gone deep, deep down into the uh, concept of outsourcing. We had a bit of a listener love-in where we covered all sorts of questions from automating social media networks to... Um, how long should it to make? How long should it take to make money online? We answered the, the golden the question. Great questions, and you know, listeners should keep submitting questions because we're guided by those. Questions. We, we are absolutely guided. Um, and the one where we had a lot of feedback, people loved, was the two-part episode of the internet. What makes the serious internet marketers toolbox? Oh, what lives in there? Chairs and eyewear and software and hardware and. Well, there's all sorts of things in there. So we had people really enjoyed that. So, uh, and it's important, you know. I think what came out of that is that um, you know, setting up your internet marketing business is not like buying a franchise, you know. No, it's got to be, it's, it's, it's actually a low barrier to entry. Yeah. And that's why you have to be so good at it because other people can get into the business instantly. Yep. And with low capital. So really it comes down to your skills and doing the right things. Too true. Too true. And I think one of the things that came out of those two episodes about the, the toolbox was that it wasn't, it's not about complicating uh, your office or, or filling it with lots of shiny objects. It's getting down to what you need and what's going to help you move forward. Now, today's episode, James, is about that old chestnut. Do you know what that old chestnut is? I'm just dying to know, Tim. You know domain names. Domain names. Domain names. Where does one start when we talk about domain names? 
I, I thought a good place to start. Okay. That was a rhetorical question. Um, <laughs> I was, was already was... thinking of my answer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've got an answer, so if you get it wrong, I'll tell you what well, it should be. Well, okay. Well, let's share answers. My answer is where do, where, does, where do we start when talking about domain names? You know, I'd really like to know, you know, what, what makes for a good domain name. What well, would I, I would start be? somewhere different. Okay. I would, uh, as, as per my usual thinking, yep. I always go one step back and I think about why do you even need a domain name? Why is it important? Right. Like, and the answer is it's better to own the race course than the race horse. I mean, a lot of marketers, and we've talked about this problem before, set their entire business up on third-party platforms like Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or uh, wordpress.org and sorry wordpress.com and what happens is they build their business up something changes and they get slapped or their business doesn't work anymore and they have no control over it and that's a bad thing so you really need to get your own domain and build your business on your own domain mm-hmm. once you've got your business on your own domain and you're effectively leasing the domain. You don't really necessarily own it, but you own the use of it. You control the game then, and you're in charge of what happens on that website. And that's absolutely vital, and it's something that every Freedom Ocean listener should take on board. You want ownership and control whenever you have a choice. Can, can I, um, good, good, good start. Does every internet marketer no matter what business model they're pursuing, and we've talked about a few business models so far uh, during the course of this show, um, does every internet marketer need a domain? Probably not. I mean, I do know people who build their whole business on third-party platforms, like eBay, or uh, using just Web 2.0 sites and free sites. The thing is, they don't really own anything. The, The best they can hope for is to make some cash flow from sales and to build a list, and then they own the list. So you don't absolutely have to have a domain name. I just strongly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so even, yeah, even at, even at the, it's most basic. I mean, go and register your name. Yeah, and I think we've covered that. We have. Do it for you, your spouse, your kids, the .com. Yep, yep. As a, um, why the .com? Even if we're in Australia or, you know, England, why the .com? The .com is the, that is the ultimate domain. There won't ever be another .com that I can see. The .com is it. You know, a one-word .com is the primo domain. Mm, yep. One-word dictionary, dictionary word, single dictionary word domain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, even if you, so even if you are an eBayer or if you are an affiliate, uh, following those models, having your own domain, even if it's your name, is a, is a good idea. All right. So what makes for a good domain? And by the way, we've had some great feedback in previous shows about, or the previous show where we did a bit of a role play. Right. So if you can see a role play somewhere out there, let's do it. I'm okay. for it. So um, what makes a good domain? I think a domain that fits well with your business, something that is going to work for you because a lot of people only see the domain name before they visit your site. And the domain name may be the end all. It might stop them right there. Or they might think, well, that's, that's interesting. I'm going to click on that link and see what's there. So I actually really like brandable domain names. And a brandable domain name is something that 
um, that really fits the business. And the other type of domain name that people talk about are keyword rich domain names. There, it's well known that there's a little bit of an advantage to have a keyword in your domain name if you're trying to rank well. But there's lots of sites that do not have the keyword in the domain name that are worth plenty, mm -hmm. like Google, yeah. PayPal, yeah. Amazon, Yahoo, eBay. They don't have keywords in them. Well, I've got my consulting business, which is the ideasguy.com, uh, is not very keyword rich. I mean, that's my brand. And... Um, I've, I've, it, once you establish some awareness around it, you just got to work that little bit harder because people look at the ideasguy.com and go, well, what is that? They don't know immediately that I'm a, I'm a marketing person. I reckon they could have a wild stab at what it is. Yep, they could. It's like my SEO business, mm -hmm. um, SEO partner. It does have the keyword in it, SEO. So it's sort of a good hook for what it does. And mm -hmm. partner is a perfect description of what it is. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's your partner in SEO. It does the SEO side of your business for you uh, in partnership with you. So, so you're a bigger fan of the brandable domain name versus the keyword domain name. That, that, that black and white. It's not, there's not you know, sort of some criteria that you need to use before making that decision? No. I mean, one of my most valuable domains is probably super fast results. Mm -hmm. And that's an internet marketing coaching forum. And the, the, the brandable side of it is that it's talking about getting results in a fast time frame because people like fast, cheap or, or good. Mm -hmm. So I went with fast because a lot of people are interested in fast. Didn't go super good results. <laughs> Didn't go super good. Doesn't quite <laughs> Doesn't have, have the ring, ring, does it? The ring to it. So I chose, I actually chose super fast as a brand that yep. I want to push out across lots of websites. Yep. And I took my position in the market. And I've had other people emulate, you know, they've, they've come along and seen it and gone, aha, very smart people too. And they've gone and registered eight or 900 domains around their own version of that. So that is, um, that's why I like brandables. It takes your position in the marketplace and you can build up um, a really valuable property around that type of domain. Um, brandables too don't have to necessarily not have keywords in them. Um, but no, like um, my blog, Internet Marketing Speed, it's got the keywords in it. Yep. And there's lots of internet marketing blogs. Now, I can tell you if you want to rank on the first page of Google for the words internet marketing, it is a tremendous advantage to have that keyword phrase in the domain name. And most of the sites on the first page will have internet marketing or internet marketer or one of those variations in the domain name itself. And in that particular industry, it's a reasonably uh, valuable position to have because it's very competitive. Yeah, okay. So therefore... Um All right, so you're probably going to ask me, what about keyword searches? You know, does that assist keyword domains? Yeah. And... Yes, it does. You can, you can go along and register domains that have keywords in it that are searched for and you can aim for that type in traffic so that people literally go and type in the keyword into the search thing. Your domain is a perfect match for it. It will get floated up first. Or uh, there's a statistic, I can't remember where it's from, but it says, and I don't even know if it's made up or not, but about half the people go straight to the browser bar and type in the website they're after instead of into the search box. So they'll go and type in, um, you know, across the top, such and such dot 
com and see if it's there. And quite often there is, like blinds.com. None, none of us go, none of us really know what the complete Google algorithm is, but Google put a fair amount, is it fair to say Google put a fair amount of weight on the domain name? That there is, yeah, there are some factors that will help you, and especially if the domain name has been around for a while. So the if, age if you, of the domain name is okay, important. So the age is, but if you, if you haven't got a keyword rich domain name, then you, you've missed an opportunity. It's not the end of the world, clearly, because you're saying brandable domain names are better anyway. But um, you have missed an opportunity if you haven't got a keyword-rich domain name in being found, correct? Well, not really. It's, it's, you've got to weigh it up. What, would Google have been so successful if they said, uh, type in the box, searchengine.com? It doesn't Obviously have the same not. ring to it. So if, if you can manage to get a good hook around the brandable, then that is, um, that's going to be strong. I mean, classic example, freedomocean.com. Some of our listeners have said they can't find it in iTunes searching for Freedom Ocean. So they're not actually searching for internet marketing training or profitable business, profitable internet marketing business, which it probably is listed under. They are looking for Freedom Ocean because they know about the brand and they're looking for it. So there's a difference between knowing about something and looking for it versus people not knowing about your business. So yes, if, if we were a local kitchen renovation company, we could have a website, kitchenrenovationsydney.com.au. That will give us the best advantage for that phrase in this marketplace. But if we were actually called Nobby's Kitchens, or whatever, uh, that, by the way, that is actually a name of a company for overseas listeners, believe it or not, uh, then, then they would probably want to be ranking for Nobby's Kitchens as well, because people who have seen the advertisements or the magazine ads know them as Nobby's Kitchens. would actually be looking for Nobby's Kitchens. Yeah. People who don't know, they might be going on a kitchen renovation company, Sydney. So you actually want to rank for both. But in the long run, the brandable domain is probably going to be worth more than the keyword search domain. And the other factor is how much traffic to that website is driven from the search engine versus other traffic channels. And in the, in the case of uh, Traffic Grab, which ranks really well for the phrase uh, targeted traffic, which is something that people are actually looking for, more people are sending traffic to Traffic Grab from non-search engine channels than the search engine channel. When I launched that product, the search engine traffic was less than 3%. So the rest of it's coming from affiliates, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and magazine, uh, e-zine purchases, etc. So there's a lot in the, the domain name, but when you're choosing a domain name, consider the long run. And my real point for getting into markets now is to sell it later on. So if you want to do AdSense, and rank in the search results, you're never going to do advertising, you're never going to have affiliates, by all means get a keyword rich domain, um, luxurytvcabinets.com and sell the luxury TV cabinets from it and sell AdSense around it and you can sell that site for a good return on your investment and that will be a keyword rich example. Yeah, okay. If you're, if you're a business just selling to uh, the local market, like so, for example, Nobby's Kitchens. Yeah. Um, is there any value in Nobby's Kitchens owning nobbyskitchens.com? I think they should own it and direct it to their .com.au. 
And the, the rule of thumb with a domain is you'd use the extension in the country you're trying to rank. If you have an international product, you probably want to go for the .com. If you have US dollar currency on your site, the .com. If you're a London-based company, you should be going for .co.uk. If, if you're a Sydney-based company, you'd have the .com.au as your primary website because the search engine will favour the local uh, extension. And also, your local customers will feel more connected yep. with the local extension. So that's yep. the rule of thumb. But I think it's good when you're coming up with a business name, search and make sure that you can get the local and the .com if possible. If you don't get the .com, there is a chance your customers will be searching for the .com and end up on someone else's site. For example, sometimes when I go to my bank, I might accidentally type in nab.com and I'll end up on some other site, which is our, you know, our biggest yeah, yeah, bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is unusual that there's a bank called NAB, by the way. Americans do get a laugh out of that. Uh, NAB meaning to take. Um, so, um, okay, so then, James, when going off and finding a domain um, for your internet marketing business, um, there's obviously the, the, the primary market, which is through the, the, the places like Cheap Domains or GoDaddy or wherever you buy your domains from, and then there's the secondary market, you know, um, on in forums and out there in the big wide world, there's, there's places to buy so by primary much. and secondary, do you, you mean new and used? New and used. Yep. Yeah, so what's your view on that? Well, if, you, if you're lucky enough to get a new domain that suits your business and it's available for $9 at Namecheap, that's great. So a, a fair portion of my domains are new domains, especially brandables where I'm coming up with a new product. Uh, so Inbox Relief, for example, was available from... The, uh, from brand new domain that no one else had bought it yet. Traffic Grab was not available. Someone had already purchased it years ago, so I had to buy it used. Um, SEO Partner, I bought used. Silver Circle, I bought used. So lots of domains that I have are pre-owned domains and they do come with an advantage. Yes, they cost a little more, but they also have history and history can help you get more trust in the search engine. It, they may have links already to the domain they may have traffic coming to the domain already. And they are a, a, quite a tradable thing. You can buy it and then sell it again because you have a comparative price data. You know how much it sold for before. And that can, like houses at an auction, that can give you a, an idea of where the domain is tracking. You do know, you do, if, if it has links and some history, you want to check that history. You don't want to make sure. You, sort of you do, you want to do some basic checks misused. Exactly. So some of the tools that I use can check for faked page rank. And that's no guarantee, by the way, because it's really easy to, to build up Google page rank by just pointing a powerful domain or two to that domain. It can inflate the page rank. And then after you buy it, they stop Take pointing it, it, and, yeah. it and it reduces its value. But you do want to make sure the domain hasn't been de-indexed. So one of the easy things you can check is just to type the site colon command on a used domain and see what's actually indexed in the search results. And if it's not indexed at all, that could be an issue. And can we can just make that clear? You type in the site. site. Just type site, colon, and then the domain name into the Google the search. The word site, mm -hmm. then colon, and yep. then the domain name with the WW or? No. Okay. Just site, colon, the ideas guide. It'll show that, you how many pages are indexed in Google. Yeah, okay. Um, 
There is also a couple of tools you can use. It's also a good way of that um, I've used that to um, just have a look at all your pages and make sure they're properly titled too. Yeah, you want to have a different page title that. on every page. Yep. Otherwise, it'll just say more results like this. Yeah, yeah. Omitted. That's right. Um, okay. There's a good tool called S SEO Quake. It's, a, it's an add-on you can use in Chrome or Firefox. And it will show you some good data on the side. It'll show you uh, it's Alexa ranking. It will show you how many pages are indexed. It will pick up how many Yahoo backlinks were there, which isn't going to be that relevant moving forward. But I'm sure they'll switch over to Majestic SEO or something soon. It shows you the who is, so it, you can look up who owns the domain and um, the history of it, when it was changed last, when it was registered. And it also will give you a link to archive.org. It'll, it'll go to the Wayback Machine and show you what the site used to look like. Yeah, how powerful is that? Very powerful, because if you pick up a pre-owned domain, let's say you go and buy a domain that is uh, you know, wickerbaskets.com. And there was an old site there with hundreds of pages. You could actually go and um, have those pages rewritten and then installed back on the same page names. Now, you might not own the copyright to the old pages, so you've just got to make sure that you cover yourself there, perhaps make new versions of it. But if you can replicate the page name structure, you can probably pick up old traffic and old links or at the very least, do a redirect back to the relevant page. I've got a specific question um, relevant to something that I'm trying at the moment, or not trying, but I've done, is I have created a website for the domain absolutewaterfront.com.au, okay? And on that site right now is simply uh, my in-law's home that I'm selling, okay? And it's already ranking very well above all the agents in the area. It's a, it's a beach home. Uh, and it's ranking on page one for things like um, you know, above the agents on keyword searches. Okay, now that when, once that home's sold, I don't have a use for that for that website or that domain. Would the would a good idea be? And I'm thinking of this is a, clearly a business model here uh, to then go. Okay, all the real estate agents in this area, I've got a domain name that is um, ranking above you on page one of Google for some keyword searches. Who wants to buy it? Yep. You could do that, or you could lease it, or you could put. Um, uh, you could actually just grab results from all the other properties around the area and stick AdSense on the site. There's Hang on, explain that one. I grab. How do I grab results? Well, you could create a, a script that pulls the other agents' results and say, "Look, I'm going to publish your listings for free," and then you could put ads around it, and then you could make money from property ads around those sites. I did exactly the same thing when I sold a house. I registered a .com though because I was looking for an international buyer because at the time the other countries had money, yep. uh, which isn't the case anymore. <laughs> so um, yeah, and, and I outranked the agent for his own name, I outranked all the local places and I was going for a pretty hot ter term which was a three bedroom uh, California bungalow, North Sydney, those type of phrases. And uh, after, after it's done, yes, you can lease it back to the agent. You could go and get more listings. You could also approach the people selling properties, another person who's unhappy with the agent and say, you can rent space on my site for your property and I'll steer all the leads back to the agent to give them a boost mm. if you're really motivated to sell that property. And I'm sure you, you'll get someone who would really like to have what you've established but can't do it, mm. which is the majority of the population. 
Yeah. Well, I was amazed at how easy it was. Simple. Yeah, some, yeah, particularly, I mean, less so in the in the built-up city areas, but you know, in the in those country areas. I mean, a WordPress blog with uh, half a dozen pages and lots of pictures, with some video support from you know a nice Animoto video yep. stuck on YouTube, yep. pointed back to the domain. We'll build up that domain, and it is it is a great business model. Mm. Well, let's talk more about that because it, it domaining. We can talk about from many angles, and we, we did mention domain uh, names as, as a business model in episode two or three. So, Well, the sim- simple model around that is buying domains that have got buyer phrases and ranking them in the search results and hoping that someone who needs that more than you do is going to pay for it. Okay, so an example of is, is what I just talked about? Exactly. Yeah. You can do the same for um, boat hire, um, you can do it for tennis court rentals, you can do it for um, small businesses, pest control companies. There's so many lead generator type things that you can rank for by putting the keywords in the thing that are not trademark uh, claimable. And this is something we need to cover. Before we do, just because the trademarks is important. I have to cover that. I've got a few trademark domains. It's like, why did I buy them? Everybody does it. Yeah. And it's a big mistake. Yeah. Um, now, just before, because I I'm, I'm, want to explore that model. So the idea, and I was surprised at how quickly absolutewaterfront.com.au ranked. I put some SEO work into it, and it's, it's, a, it's got some good content on there. But just just be clear, so go and buy a domain name in, a, in an industry that you want, to, want it to rank for. Um, put some WordPress blog, simple, good, good quality content, a few articles, a few pictures, um, and get it ranking. Uh, for particular keywords, would the simplest version then be to go out with a letter to businesses in that industry and say, do you want it? Uh, here's the price. How do you determine the price? Well, that's, that's definitely not the simplest. Okay, what's the simplest? Simplest is you go and register a domain like tenniscourthiresydney.com.au. Yep. And you put tennis court articles, tennis pictures, and you just run AdSense on the site. Right. So anyone in that market who's running an AdWords campaign uh, is probably going to show up on your site. I do exactly that, but I do it in other things like luxury cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, any product, you can just go and pick your key phrase that's not trademark claimable and stick your ads on it. So you okay. can put the, a product or category and then location and then a domain name that m- matches that area. You can do that for every city and state in the whole of the USA. You know, whatever the popular sport is. And is the idea there to just simply um, earn revenue through the AdSense yeah. with a view to at some point selling it? Yeah. Or, or, yep, yeah. that's exactly right. You, you pay $10 or $20 for the domain name. You Let's say you spend $50 in articles and pictures and you stick it up there on your, on your WordPress blog. Maybe you pay a few hundred dollars to have that installed in labor. Let's say you could set these things up for $500 each. Yep then the goal is to make more than $500 in AdSense revenue in the, in the first couple of years yep. of that site. This is a very good low maintenance business model. It's great. And There's it's no awesome. customer interaction at all. Yep. It's passive. You're building an asset that not only gives you some cash flow, but you can sell it because sometime sooner or later, you're going to get an email from, from somebody saying, hey, listen, uh, would you be interested in selling this domain name? And it'll be the local tennis court supplier or whatever. Yeah, well, if he's on if he's onto it, then yeah. This absolutely. works for anything. You could be, it could be coffee machines, Sydney. Yep. It could be um, 
hi-fi equipment, Sydney, non-trademarkable, searchable things. Go and, you go and do your keyword research, of course, to see what people are looking for and try and pick expensive things that people pay good money for. Um, and if people, so um, is, it, is it worth buying the industry term or the category name plus the state or suburb or leave it non-geographic? Depends how big you want to go. I have lots of two-word domains that are the industry category with no geo modifier on the top level, and I'm going national. So you could have uh, besteyesurgeon.com.au, and you could go for every single state and territory in the country. And then any eye surgeon who's looking to get leverage might be advertising on that site. And is the, the structure of the site, and we should direct listeners, I mean, we, we have a product on freedomotion.com under the products page where you can have these websites built for a few hundred dollars. So we would encourage people to go there if you're wondering how the hell do you start this process. It's all there ready and waiting. Does the structure of the website look like, is it simply, is it simply a blog? Uh, it doesn't have a whole lot of different navigation buttons. It's literally a blog and a contact us inquiry page and with you know, 10, 20 articles on it? Yeah, it really depends on the point of the blog. If, you want to, if it's a lead generator, you've got your lead generation. That's a whole other episode. I yeah. think we're straying yeah, we, from we, domains here. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, <laughs> we're throwing in a bonus business model there. <laughs> uh, quite lucrative, not really talked about very much, and everyone's focusing on the latest hoopla, wah-wah. In the meantime, I'm just quietly building up a domain portfolio these type of domains for that type of purpose. Uh, let's talk about, we've talked about the extension, we've talked about some of the, the tools that I use. There's a couple of other tools that are great to do some quick research on a domain. I like SEM Rush. SEM Rush, you can have a free or a paid version. I obviously have the paid version, but the free version gives you good information. You can type in a domain name and it will tell you what uh, phrases it is ranking for already and how many searches. And not only that, it tells you who is a likely buyer for oh, really? ad space on that website or for that domain itself. Very cool. Excellent tool. What's, what's the paid version give you? It gives you uh, more search results. Right. More data. Yep. I really like that. It's my favorite tool right now. It's super easy. It's online based, easy to use. And you can, it's actually one of the extensions in the SEO Quake bar but just go and buy the upgrade, get the paid upgrade, and you can get all sorts of data. So you go and type in your own domain. You can probably type in uh, Freedom Ocean. We did that actually last week. We type in freedomotion.com. It's now got the Australian listings as well, which is good. Yep. And it shows us, um, we're, we're .com anyway, so it shows us what phrases we're already ranking for on page one or two or three. And we're ranking for words like profitable internet marketing business, uh, internet marketing training. So we actually now know what we rank for. We can go and upgrade our page titles. But if we wanted to sell our website to somebody else or our domain and we're ranking for those phrases, it will show us who else is ranking for those phrases. And we could go to them and say, Oh, you know, we're sick of this podcast now. We're going to stop doing it. Would you like to buy our site? It's ranked for these phrases. You could easily just put your own banners on it, take it over, whatever. And this is how much it'll cost. Wow. I, I just, I love that um, 
just thinking of that business model about creating <laughs> ongoing little 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 websites because it's one of those ones that you can have ticking in the background. Particularly, I know some of our listeners who are working full time jobs and looking to to move into a full time internet marketing business. That is one that you can tap away and. I'm also thinking of that idea as a father of three children. It's like creating annuities, you know, over time. Exactly. It's like, I, I tell my kids putting money in the bank account and your savings is the worst thing you could ever do with your money. Mm. And I encourage them to invest their money instead, invest it with me into their web portfolio. They've all got websites. One of them has a membership site. Uh, but the point is, yeah, that's why I don't. That's why I'm doing less talking to customers and, and actual face to face stuff. I've I've yep. killed half my businesses that involve me talking to a customer. Yep. I don't want to talk to customers. I want to quietly build my empire from <laughs> the comfort of my own lab. Yep. And this is a really good business model once you know what you're doing. Uh, so you need to know some more stuff. You can actually pick up domains that have expired. And um, so that used to be registered, but that someone's let go, but have keywords in them and potentially traffic, but you can buy them again at the new price for the nine or $10. And there's a tool I use for that, it's free, called Expired Domain Boss. And you can just go and type by keyword. Mm -hmm. And you punch in the keyword, and it will just show you what's recently expired, and uh, you can just go and grab them. I, I've bought lots of domains using that particular tool. Expired domain boss. Yeah, so yep. you get a used domain at a new price. There's also um, ones where um, they're, not, they're not for the new price, but there's a website drop.com.au. Um, there's a couple of sites where you can, if you, if you register for them, uh, you'll see what's coming up, what, what is expiring. Yeah, well and just be careful with .com.au's. Yeah, why? They're much harder to trade. It's a, it's a less liquid market than it's, it's heavily regulated. So to sell a .com.au is much more difficult. You've got to wait a certain time period. You've got to, in some cases, fill out forms. I've had to fill out forms before. In fact, only a couple of years ago, you had to have a business name that was the same as the domain. Yeah, you did. So the big difference between .com.au and .coms and .nets and .orgs. .coms, .nets and .orgs, you can buy today and sell within an hour. You can push them around easily. They're very liquid and a much bigger marketplace. So keep, keep that in mind. Um, going back to that, um, can, I, can I go and buy, so with a .com.au... And our overseas listeners will not be able to buy a .com. No, they won't. No, they won't. So we need to keep the, the conversation global, really, don't we? Let well, no, we have a huge Australian audience, but... This is, this is a good topic, is d depending where you live, domain buying and selling will be different. Yeah, yeah. So the Australian market has been a bit more deregulated of late? And it may continue to do so. Yep. So we have a situation where it looks cheap and it looks like good value, but it's also illiquid and difficult. And if it doesn't deregulate, then you might not have a huge advantage. But it's still in its infancy. Any other tools? Yeah. Uh, DN sale price is a way to just get a gauge on what things have sold for in the past. So when you're using your comparative price data. So say I go to a domain that I want to buy and I see that it's available for sale. I might go and look for domains with similar phrases and see what else sold for that amount. 
Or if I want to buy a domain, I'll go and see if it's been traded before and how much it sold for last time. How do they keep track of that? Because a lot of, ha a lot of stuff happens off market. I mean. A lot of stuff does happen off market and then there's stuff that is at public auction. So I I'm not 100% sure how they do it, mm -hmm. but they do it. Okay. And uh, another tool that does a similar thing is Domainer Income. And that's, uh, that's an Australian, Simon Johnson has that tool. That, is a, that gives you sales prices and, and searchable things. You can go and look at, at all different types of domains using that tool. Um, the, the other tool that I've been using lately to buy domains is Domain Face by Kenny Goodman. And the feature that, that it has that is phenomenally good for Australians is the proxy buying tool. Right. So we can actually put in our auction bid and win a domain at the last minute at the lowest possible price from sites like pool.com and namejet.com. Normally, I would have had to wait up till three or four in yeah, the morning and I would have to bid at the last minute to win the domain or I'd have to put in my bid early. But the problem with those sites is when you put in your bid, that is what you're paying. It's not up to that, it's that. But with domain face, you can put in your what you're happy to pay bid, but it will only bid in increments until it wins the domain. Yeah, okay, like eBay. Yes, so it is a very powerful tool for someone who's buying used domains a lot. The boys at um, Market Samurai, which is a keyword research tool, they have a tool, don't they, called Domain Samurai? Never yes, and I think it somehow hooks into Domain Face. Okay. Yeah. What's Domain Samurai do? I don't use it. Yeah, no, nor do I. I've just seen it connected to Market Samurai, so I'll have to have a look at that. But it's probably a tool that helps you identify the best domain for what you're trying to do, one would imagine. Yeah. Okay. What about Google's keyword tool? Any use? Probably the best. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I, the best or last? Yeah, I use the Google keyword tool uh, most of the time now. Um, and it's good because you can search in exact match and get a pretty good feel for how many people are actually searching for something. And it will give you related things. And also you can type in a website address and it will tell you what key phrases that website's most likely to be yeah. uh, looking for, for search traffic for. So I think it's actually the best tool. Is the there, the is best paid tool is SEM Rush for finding out what a site's already ranking for. All right. Well, that is a pretty good summary of domain names. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty more questions. We might be able to do a second show on it. Um, but I'm I'm wrapped to sort of get that get some real clarity around that business model. Of, and um, you've discovered, yeah, you've got your yeah, yeah, super yeah. secret model. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Well, it's not secret anymore. Once this episode goes out, I think this episode won't go out for a couple of weeks. We might hold it off. <laughs> uh, well, just, just look, the first thing people do when they discover this model yep. is they go and buy 100 domain names yes. and they do nothing with it. I want to caution you that with great domain name purchases comes great fulfillment responsibilities. Unless you're prepared to do something with it, you're more than likely going to be sitting on that portfolio and paying renewals with domains sitting there in that account. You've got to be able to develop it. So this is like a land grab. It's great to go and find green fields and to buy them, but unless you can put development on that green field and, and get to the point where you monetize it, it's not gonna work for you. Mm. So that, I just wanna caution people, be responsible. Just do it on 
two or three to get the feel for it and make your aim to break even. Because if you, if you do get a bit too opportunistic, uh, you'll end up like me. I have thousands of domains and not all of them have been developed yet. And I've got a full-time team working on them. So it does cost money to build and develop your website. It does cost money to create content. It costs money to research and to manage and update plugins. So make sure you know what you're doing before you go, you know, I was going to say something <laughs> rude, but before you go in way too deep. Way too deep. Yeah. St start, start slow. Start slow. Get, get a, get a feel bell. for it. Get your confidence up. Yep. Because oh, the problem is you get too many, it'll be too long till you get a payoff and you will abandon the model with a great little stash of domains and you'll just let them expire yeah. and I'll come along and buy them from you and develop them later. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay. All right, mate, that's excellent, James. Listeners, that's another uh, wrap for Freedom Ocean. If you do want to um, find out more about what we do and how we do it, go to freedomocean.com and I can tell you that in coming episodes... We are going to be talking webinars, and we've got to listen to love in coming up, James, oh, which I know you love. I love those ones. I know you do. All right, mate. Until next time, we'll see you later. See ya. Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. <laughs>